Hello, hello, and welcome to the Borealis Experience podcast with me today, James Olson. We had a wonderful conversation last week, and he shared how the 12-step program helped him to get out of addiction. Today, we want to talk about how he stays clean and the little life hacks or habits that he wants to share with us um, when he feels triggered, when he gets reminded, um, or when he has the choice, okay, now I can go into the future, the positive direction, or I fall back into my habits that I wanted to get rid of, but they're still maybe present for some of our listeners here. So, James, um, welcome here on the Borealis Experience podcast. I'm so happy that you take the time and share your experience here. And um, yeah, feel free to share whatever is of benefit for our listeners here. Thanks, Aurora. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a, those are great topics. Those are, uh, they're definitely, um, I don't think uh, uh, as addicts we uh we're the only ones that experience those things what what causes hardship what causes uh um i, I guess in addiction we kind of coined the phrase uh trigger you know um because uh for for addicts uh I, i'm a firm believer you know um uh that life is a trigger it, it's not so much you know what will set you off because uh in when i'm in my addiction it's just my whole day it's it's whether i'm happy whether i'm sad whether i'm good bad it's everything just it i guess that's part of addiction is is uh all part all parts of life kind of my mind tells me that it would be better with drugs or alcohol whatever that looks like so um But that's, you know, um, I think the human experience allows people, it's very relatable to say, you know, that I'm in a hard, I'm, I'm struggling, I just need some relief, you know, and, and uh, for, for me in a long time, that was, that was turning to, to drugs or alcohol. Um, now, what do I do nowadays to cope with that? Um, It's really a gamut of, of uh, you know, things that, that I do to um, kind of get me through those hard times. Because uh, like I talked about last, last, last time was uh, life on life's terms. And that kind of idea that, that that's really um, fundamental, I guess it's, it's, It's uh, kind of the essence to to anybody overcoming substance abuse mm -hmm. is uh, accepting that that life is going to be hard and hardships going to happen. Um, you know, I um, I think that that's that's just part of the human experience. Is is uh, what do we do to get through day to day occurrences? Because it's it's a great great idea to think that uh we can do something to make life beautiful but 
I don't know about you, but for me, uh, um, life can be beautiful, but part of it is that there's going to be hard times, Mm -hmm. no matter how great or how planned out or how much you've worked on being healthy or, 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 uh, you know, kind of put things in their place in their proper place and organized your life. Part of that, part of, part of life is that life's hard. I, I, uh, I read a lot of philosophy and, and, uh, there's one common, um, statement is that suffering is part of life. I think there's a, if you look into religions, that's, kind of the commonality that that every religion holds is you know buddha his enlightenment was that life is suffering you know and it's what we do in that suffering mm-hmm. um yeah so so that's kind of it what what do we do when things get hard or when uh you know uh, the phrase when shit hits a fan because that's that's just that's just how it is. That's the reality. Is that sooner or later, something bad's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and I, I personally have found that consistency is 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 good in those those. Uh, what what are your daily habits? What do you what do you like to do? Um, for me personally, it involves prayer. Yeah. It involves meditation. Mm-hmm. It involves things that I do on the daily to kind of create positive energy. Mm-hmm. If they, you know, and positive energy isn't, you know, um, for me, isn't so much, um, you know, uh, uh, I don't know what you would call it. Uh, I've seen, I've seen others where it's, it, I'm looking to create positive vibrations. I'm looking to, mine's not so much that. Mine is what is going to make me feel good about me. And part of that is humility. I really need to work on that because on the opposite, most of the things that I talk about and the things that I know personally are through failure. Mm -hmm. So I've gone to extremes the other way and failed. And so then, then I, well, okay, now I have to come back. I have to, you know, really look at, you know, what, what I did and what do I think I went, how do I think I went wrong there? What caused that? Mm-hmm. And then I try again. Yeah. And I mean, if you hadn't had these very dark experiences, you wouldn't appreciate the good times now the way you do. Like, I feel sometimes people just live a very moderate life with no real ups and downs and they become depressed because they they stop feeling at some point. And you've been through so much trouble and pain and you've lived through so much misery that I can imagine now like you're really enjoying your children and you really appreciate what you have. And then you meditate um, or pray and those little yeah it's like an anchor that you can go home to every time you feel oh it's getting a little too rough here life is a a little bit too painful right now you know you have that place inside of you um, where you can anchor yourself and and feel 
solid and, and good again. Um, because a lot of the times when we um, encounter suffering, I think our self-worth is um, attacked right away and we feel like life is unfair and we fall into kind of a victim mentality. And if you know you have prayer and meditation in your back pocket and can pull it out whenever you you want and can, then you know you you have that safe place. Um, yeah. I I think I understood what you meant there. Yeah, it's it's critical for everybody to find out what is best for them too. Like it looks different for every person. Um, but a lot of times I feel meditation and prayer is part of a person's life to stay sane and anchored. I, I do. I can definitely, I definitely agree with that. Um, what, what I would argue or suggest is that those are beneficial in a very um, organized life or conditioned life where you have routines, where you have structure, mm -hmm. where you there's, there's some sort of feeling of safety or stability. Mm -hmm. Meditation and prayer um, is, like I said, it's a, it's a, it's consistency that creates those. So you have to create some sort of structure. They don't work in chaos is my point. Mm -hmm. you, you can, you can meditate all you want, but when you don't have food in your stomach or money for rent or, or the vital things, it ain't doing shit. And that's just the honest truth of it. Mm -hmm. Those aren't going to solve your problems. Like, they might, I don't know if they, I don't even know if they'll help. Mm -hmm. There's, and so what, what I truly believe though, you know, this for, you know, the people in those, those times that are that in the chaos and in, in the, in the trenches of life, let's say, is that I heard a saying by a man and it changed my life. And it was, no man can know peace without knowing himself first. And no man can know himself without going to war with himself. And what that means for me is like, I, you know, like, yes, my addiction was war with myself, but I have a duality. I have good and bad. I have, my desires for to do good and help the world. And then I have desires to, I want this and I want it now. And at any cost, just give it to me. Mm -hmm. And they are polar opposites. And for me is I need balance. I need to control these things. I, ha I still have, you know, wants and desires and I, and that aren't great, but I just, I'm, I'm still that 14 year old kid that just wants to give it to me, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but what it, what it does is when you, when you go, like for me, when I go to my ward my, with myself, here's a prime example. Um, snooze in the morning when you're supposed to getting up at, you know, at, at five 30 in the morning, I think yeah. everybody can relate to that is, yeah. you know, 
sometimes I have a lot of, I can hit it four times. But the, the reality of, of it is, can I get out of bed the first time it happens? Mm-hmm. Well, everybody can. Mm-hmm. Will I let myself? That's a war that will establish who you are. Mm-hmm. Who are you? I am someone that can control the, the in sleep deprivation or whatever you call it, that morning where you're just like, I don't want to start yet. I want, I'm having a great dream. I feel good. I'm warm. I'm cozy. Give that up because you, there's an advantage to controlling that part of yourself that says, no, this feels good. I just want this. Mm-hmm. Nope. You need to get up. You don't need to be stressed. Start your day under stress. You get your lunch going, get, get organized. It's going to create time. It's going to, time's a buffer. You're not going to feel stress. You're not going to, you know, create those things that where you're, you're late right off the bat. It kind of ruins your day. It just starts your day right. It allows you to get everything you need to do in your morning routine done. And that in return creates peace <laughs> because you went to war with that part of yourself that's telling, no, just stay in bed, you know. And those little things create strength and the ability that I can go through hardships, I can go through struggles, I can go through things that don't feel good in order and I know that my ability and it's that's not gonna you know say you know just because you go jumped out of bed at the first you know wake woke up right away and and got your day started isn't going to solve all your problems Mm -hmm. but it's gonna reaffirm that you have Mm self-control you know and and that's a hell of a place to start Mm -hmm. you know and and it really makes a statement for the rest of your day Mm -hmm. You know, and and uh, things of that nature really, um, you know, if I can go back to my recovery, you know, I, I early on in my recovery, I went through um, some really bad breakups. I got involved with someone in a program, a 12-step program, and thought I met my soulmate, and it just didn't work out, mm-hmm. and it crushed me. It did really did. And it left me, you know, like questioning, you know, really questioning life and my own, you know, referring to, to, uh, uh, self value and stuff. That man, that really shook my foundation. You know, I thought I was doing everything right. And I couldn't figure out why this person didn't want to be with me. Mm. And, um, but I got through it. You know, there's, there's tons of experiences like that, that I, I didn't think I could get through, but I got through and I didn't drink and I didn't use. Mm-hmm. And, uh, last year, my son passed away. He was 22 years old and, and ended up passing away. And, um, I had always had that as a reservation in my brain that, that if I ever lost a child, hell yeah, I'm getting wasted. That is a hell of a reason for me fuck it all. I'm just, I'm going off the deep end. Like, you know, it's kind of, I didn't say it or I didn't, but I knew it in my soul. I didn't really play with that idea, but that was, that was definitely a reservation for me to screw sobriety. Like I'm good. Like I, I can't deal with that, but I dealt with it. 
um, he was in the hospital for a month before he passed in, in, uh, um, in Lethbridge, the, the meeting house that I have my meetings in my 12 step meetings was right across the street from the hospital. And thank God. So every day at noon, I would go over there and, you know, after sitting with him in, you know, the ICU and, and, uh, I would go over there at noon and for an hour have a meeting with, with, uh, my fellow alcoholics and, and, uh, and I didn't even talk about what was going on. You know, like I, people knew, but I did, you know, I, I didn't even talk. It was just an hour to myself that I got it kept with these people and, and laugh and, and, and be positive. And I made it through and I didn't drink and I, and I, I actually, that experience, I grew from that experience wow. as a person. And then, uh, um, and that, you know, I surprised the shit out of me. It really did. I, I, I didn't know I had it in me and I, I, I carried myself well. I made good choices. I made healthy choices. I, I, I was helpful to people that, that, were really struggling through that time. I was supportive to people that needed help, and and, uh, and I was I was there with him. And uh, if I was drinking, I wouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. I would have been. You know, a friend said to me, "She's like, you know, if you were drinking, you would be in a bar right now, looking for sympathy from others." Exactly. Playing the victim, playing the victim, making this about you. Yeah. And. and and I didn't, I didn't do that. And, uh, it was so powerful. And that's, so that's what I mean when, when I say no man can know, no man can know peace without knowing himself first. And no man can know himself until he goes to war with himself. Mm-hmm. And that's there was such a proof of that statement. You know, I'd had these little wars and I, I didn't know my ability, but I proved without knowing, I proved to me, like just the results of that situation proved to me that, that, uh, what I was capable of. And, um, yeah, I, it, and what it also, what it did was establish, man, if I can go through that, I can go through anything. Of it, course. it really, yeah, it really took away a lot of years. And, and prove to me, you know, what I'm capable of to, going through, yeah. you know, and and, uh, and that was after, you know, four and a half years of sobriety, you know, so like, um, I wasn't doing anything to call on, you know, that was, that was me living my best life, you know, me working really hard. So bad things don't always happen to bad people, you know, like I used to think that, that, all my chaos in my life was caused by my bad actions. Mm-hmm. But even when I'm doing good and good things, hard things happen. That's just part of life. And uh, we really have to, to uh, um, just remember that, that it's not our fault. That, mm-hmm. that that's just, that's what life looks like sometimes. And we just have to accept it, you know? And, and uh, yeah. And, and sometimes out of, out of the chaos or, or the, um, the hardship, there's, there's, uh, there's good days and there's sunlight and there's rainbows and, and, uh, lessons and life lessons and gifts, you know, it's not all, 
you might not be able to see it at the moment, but, you know, hindsight will definitely show it to you. You know, there's that scene, you know, you can't, rarely do we see the trees when we're in the forest, you yeah. know, and uh, it, it's hard, right? It's too close, but you give yourself some distance and you can, you can, you know, find whatever it is you need to learn or grow from. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, uh, sometimes it's, it's learning how to, what you're capable, what triggers you're capable of going through. Mm-hmm. And when you overcome those triggers, it just establishes your true inner strength. And then that's more of a, an energizing, energizing power to me nowadays is, is I know what I'm capable of going through. I know my, my inner self. I know my strengths. I know my weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm aware of them. And I, I build, it builds confidence in me. And, um, yeah, it, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's tricky, though. And it mm-hmm. takes time. And it, it takes effort. And, uh, you know, someone that I listen to says, well, you know, why not do why not try you're here anyways what else what do you have to lose you know like and that's the like so much i can't do it like how many times do we say that to myself you know ourselves is is, i don't i just don't think it's possible Mm -hmm. well not why not give it a shot what else are you doing Mm -hmm. you got something better to do like give it a shot you know what's the worst that can happen you know failure well, get up and dust yourself off and get back at it. You know, give it, adjust something to, you know, try to figure out where you're, what didn't work out and adjust something and try it again. And if, it, you know, if, you know, the definition of a winner is someone that doesn't let losing stop them. Mm-hmm. And so that that's, you know, do you have the tenacity to keep getting up or are, you know, a one and done. Mm-hmm. I tried. It didn't work. It's not for me. Life's going to, that's a sad existence. You're missing out on everything that didn't work out the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, there's so much more to life. I don't know. I'm, I'm stubborn and I'll keep kicking at a door till I can get in, you yeah. know, and sometimes to a fault. Sometimes to a fault, I, it, there's times where I definitely should have just pulled back. That, that it, it definitely isn't for me. I got to quit beating a dead horse and focus somewhere else. But you know, with the times, the greatest, the great teacher, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it, it kind of shows you everything. You just have to be patient to see it. Yeah. 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 It takes a lot of patience and belief and being willing to cut through limiting beliefs. Like you said, I can't do this or, oh, I failed. So I'm a failure. I'm, I'm going to make it about me now. And I'm a victim to, to cut through those thought patterns is so, so hard. But you're the prime example um, to to say that it's possible, even as in the worst circumstances. I mean, to lose a child is the worst thing that a person can go through, I feel, on this planet Earth. Um, you had the strength to 
be there for yourself to not let yourself down and to be there for your son and your family. Um, wow, like I had goosebumps all over here for 10 minutes. <laughs> um, I had no idea you had to go through this. And that's, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was tough and it's still tough at times. And it's, it's sometimes it, like I could, I've only been able to start talking about it, you know, the last couple months, usually, you know, I get choked up and I can't even, I just can't even talk, you know, and uh, yeah, I, I couldn't even say his name for a long, but, uh, um, you know, it, it's a careful kind of walking in that I'm capable of doing this mm -hmm. or that, you know, um, like I have a higher power. You know, that was part of my, you know, what I learned in, in my recovery is that there's something out there in the universe that, that loves me and wants good for me. And so that's where I... I return when, when, uh, when I have struggles and that's where I also have to give a lot of credit for my strength. Mm -hmm. It's not self-generated. I was actually, you know, I was surprised as everybody else, how well I handled that situation. And I just, I turn it over to, to my higher power and say, you know, through that, through my praying, through my meditation, he, he provided the strength that I needed at that time. Mm -hmm. And, and, and what yeah. it does is um, it creates a, a, a safe area, mm -hmm. a, almost a, an idea of protection. And uh, um, you know, I, uh, it's very psychologically, it's, 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 it's almost um, kind of childlike or like or ignorance, you know. It, like um, I read, like I said, I read a lot of philosophy, and they they really struggle. Like a lot of the great thinkers really have a hard time with with uh, the idea of of a god or higher power or energy that is caring. And you know, um, they a lot of those things are are. Um, um, the intellect tells you, no, it's just not logically so. It's not, it doesn't allow for that. Mm -hmm. And that, that's a cold, scary thought for me. It's, it's a hard thing to wrap around my, you know, for myself. I, 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 I don't believe that personally, but I understand what, what would believe, you know, have that, that, that idea. And uh, so my, that is my duality is uh, I'm a, because I'm a very logical, rational person, but mm -hmm. I also have some spirituality to me and they don't, they, they, they really don't work together. Um, one is for the best way I can explain it is one is experience and the other is my brain, my logic, my rational ideas. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I have, I use both. And so, uh, it's, it's, it's like I said, it's, it's a duality in myself. I understand that. And I accept that about myself mm -hmm. is that, that part of me wants to rationalize everything. And part of me would can and has the ability to accept things I don't understand or doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. And I, I can just accept it as is leave it alone. I don't have to 
break myself on things, ideas or, or questions that I, I can't figure out or get an answer to. And I don't have to smash myself on rocks like that. Mm-hmm. I can just let it go and just mm-hmm. accept that that's something that I don't understand right now or, or in the future or, or ever. And I just move on to what I do and where I do excel and where, where, I, what I can and can't do. So it's, it's, uh, it's tricky, but it's, it's a growing experience. You know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't understand that five years ago. I didn't understand that 10 years ago, but today I, I, I definitely have that as a, a self-knowledge. And it's yeah. through that war that I've, I've fought with myself. Yeah. No, I feel like this was so critical to talk about it because I feel we talk about addiction and, and how people are suffering. And then on the other side, we see people who went through the 12-step program, for instance, and are doing awesome now. Um, but what is happening in between is, is so important to talk about because it seems so far away and so hard to get there um, for the people who are still suffering. And what you shared today, I mean, what you had to go through um, you shared that it is possible and you shared that we have to learn to see that life is suffering. Life can be pretty awesome and rainbow and sunshine, but the whole experience is suffering and then feeling better again and just walking through the, the painful experiences and not make it like paint the picture all dark. Darkness is part of it, yeah. but it's not all dark and and to accept both sides and like you said here at the end that the rational side is very important for us to get things done but the spiritual side the side that is open for for magic and wonders is just as important and you have to balance it out and and accept both yeah thank you so much for listening to this interview here with James Olson. Feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions um, on Facebook. Take really good care of yourself and we will be out there soon again for you. Bye-bye.